Okay. Hold on. Let's do it. For, do it. Get your thing. We're going to do it for effect. No. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, this is good. This is the best one. That's a good one? I don't care for watermelon things, so. Floramelon. Oh my god, bitch. So we're in the middle of this ceremony for, oh wait, it doesn't matter. We're in the middle of the ceremony, exactly. And I told my dad I could be a Freemason. Yeah. He wasn't super excited. I learned, did I tell you this already? I learned that like most of my family was. My dad's dad was in it. My dad never spoke about it at all. So your mom's mom and your dad's dad? No, my dad's everything and my oh. mom's nothing. Oh, okay. I was about to say, then you're like full-blooded. No, my mom's mom was a Jehovah's Witness, as you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. separately. Like, don't Ginger just be like, ma'am, I love you, but what? She never... She wasn't about it. No, and she would like talk to us about it, but it, like only if we asked. Like, yeah. She never like really gave a fuck. Uh, she probably didn't know the inner workings. Yeah, of I'm sure that they were like, whatever, this old woman, like just let her be sad and whatever. Let her be um, sad. I mean, she was only 35 when her husband died, so it's not like she was very old. All right, whatever. Jesus, I'm not even married, and her husband died before. Her second I'm... husband died. <laughs> fuck. And she had off. five kids. <laughs> this podcast episode is entitled "Why Does No One Love Me?" <laughs> well, I don't know the first relationship is love is found on abuse it's fine oh been there yeah exactly mm-hmm. um but you just they three, wouldn't marry me you don't have three kids to they just wanted to so. kick my ass sure. not actually make it legal exactly well you didn't clean well enough or suck dick so, oh so worse you know worse. trauma so we went with this thing and the, the song phenomena do 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 and my mom when previously we had been listening to it goes you think you're saying phenomena? I'm like, that's literally the name of the song. What are you talking about? So the, we're in the middle of the thing, and I turn to you and go, you think you're saying phenomena at full voice? And I'm like, not okay. Why did it get quiet? Yeah. Not acceptable. Why was that song playing? That makes me think of Muppets. It, it, it is Muppets, and it was because the person who was being inducted, like, loves the Muppets, and they just, like, picked a song for uh, everybody that was like, oh, here's... I'd be like, something like a phenomena. <laughs> Ladies love Cool J. <laughs> Monomena. <laughs> okay. So we're back. So I got another episode for you. Ooh. And again, I think I made this announcement in a previous episode, but again, I have decided to care less about details. And I'm sorry, and you're not going to like it, and you're going to ask me questions. I'm going to Google. I'm just going to keep Google open. But, like, so you can can't, though, because you get you get distracted. You're not present. That's true. Okay. You did that with a fucking video of the cannibals. I know. We can re-record that episode. I feel strongly about it. Well, would, I'm going to listen and see. Okay. Would you mind, if I have a question, if I just noted it to side goob later? Sure. And or, like, answer. I can pause. Oh. Yeah. Either okay. way. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, I don't know... How many details I'm actually leaving out that would matter to That's you? That's fair. Sometimes I have questions and you don't expect that to be a question because why? And what's wrong with me? I, what, I was talking to Beth on the phone and I was like, Ellen will be like, what size shoe did they wear? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, shut up about it. <laughs> like, bitch. Sometimes it's an urgency. They were Wasn't very. It's only important when it's OJ and it's those <laughs> ugly shoes that are that nobody else Dolce and Gabbana. Italy. No, what were they? They're not Dolce and Gabbana. Oh, uh, what were they? Cameron Diaz. Nope. They were Cameron Diaz. No. I bought you some Cameron Diaz shoes. Jimmy Google. I need you to Google, but then give me a hit. Oh, wait. So let me tell you the story about fucking Darian. I'm telling her about, whoa, Black Betty. Bam, lamb. That fucking car. I keep seeing it. I can't. Oh, shit. So I'm telling oh. her about it, and I have her look at the meme, and I couldn't think of the fourth one. I was like, okay, we got Pambalam, Pandalamp, Rambutan. I can't think of the last one. Ramble Jam bitch so she goes i was like give me a hint and she goes it's edible and i go what does it start with this bitch goes bramble (laughs) i go darian that's like me asking you oh i forgot your name what's it start with and you're like darian the fuck she's like i was just over i'm not good at guessing I was like, you weren't guessing you were giving hints. She's like, I am I was just over. I was like, that was the second hint I was asking you for. Did you ever see Kristen Wiig on SNL when they do password? She's like, and she just says the word, Bramble. <laughs> They're like, ma'am, no. Fucking Bramble. Okay. There's a singer. Okay. That I love to dance to. Okay. And Pitbull. His first name is the first name of the shoemaker. And now I got, whoa, Black Betty. But it's not them. 
I don't know who sings Black Betty. Isn't it like Pom Pom or Pang Pang or Bang Bang? It's Pom Pang Rambling. Bang. Yep. It's weird. All of that is correct. Google it. Okay, but I can't because I'm going to lose this. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Shit. Give me a song. We went to the concert. Oh, boy. Bruno Molly. Yep. <laughs> okay, now I need to find out who sings. It's like Bam Bam, they're called, or something radic. Oh, it really wants to tell me who sang Black Wilson. Ram Jam. See? I fucking told you. It's from Can Jam. <laughs> Ram Jam, Rambutan, Panda Lamp, Hamp and Sands, Ambulance. <laughs> we did go back and forth. We were even writing it on the whiteboard. We, maybe we should do that again. I can't, yeah. God. We should do it online. Yeah. Like this. When I go to school, I'll do it. When I go to school? When I go to the hotel? I no, know. I mean right now. Oh. And no. like when you can't think shot. No, it's way funnier when it's like... 3.35 p.m. And I was like, well, here's one. <laughs> Bitch, we, I think we literally went eight hours. Oh, we yeah. even were writing some of them in the lab on the whiteboard. Uh-huh. Oh, that was a good time. I can't, I'm like, right now, I'm like, what the fuck could we have possibly been going oh, yeah. back and if, forth with? When we go again, repeats are on the table. Uh, but I can I only remember. remember, like, happenstance and ambulance. Happenstance was so good. That's all I can remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black Betty. Ram Jam. <laughs> Ram Jam? Yeah. Ram Jam? Uh-huh. Ramrod. <laughs> and you say, whoa, Black Betty, Bam Balam, and your name is Ram Jam? Can yeah. you get some creativity? Whoa, Black Betty, we're Ram Jam. <laughs> right? That's probably what is. And then they were- That's what their, is. Their producer was like, eh, it's a little vanity-esque. They I got the same to- publisher that that bitch with the wolves. <laughs> Ooh, this is- Sour ass? No, not sour. Sweet ass? More sour. Too sweet. <laughs> you don't like it, right? It's not bad. I hate it. I like the floor milk. I gotta do this though. Do you drink it? Yeah, it's the COVID. Oh god, it's COVID ass. It's not the COVID. It's just my own digital problems. We've shared shit before. I can't share shit with Shroom. I, it's it's a whole fucking thing. It's cans. I won't drink the bottom of a can either. I leave the swill. God. Backwash. Ah! My mom always used to say that. She's like, you want me to drink your back? I I remember growing up and being like, because she would say it so often. Like, I would take a sip of a bottle and she'd be like, you're backwash. And I'm like, do I unnecessarily, like, extra than anybody else, spit my spit in beverages? Like, I'm like, I don't do anything. I'm just like, bloop, and then it's a thing. Jill's gonna kill me, but when she would take a sip of something, it would have floaties from, like, whatever she had been eating. I mean, she's, like, two. It's not, like, through her adulthood. 37. Okay. Got it. But I... She would always offer you a sip, and you're like... <laughs> and I think that's what the thing is. And sometimes she would cry when I didn't take a sip, and my mom was like, God damn it, Ellen! I'm like, I'm not sipping those Oreo crumbles inside apple juice. No! no. That sounds horrendous. Did you, like, pretend? Did you be like, sure? Absolutely not. I would not put my lips to that. Fuck you. No. <laughs> and that's why I won't drink, because of the swill. Floaties. I know it's my own. I can't. Well, it's nice though that you just wiped and you're gonna drink now. I yeah. only took the baby. But I'll sip. also finish it to like here, whereas if it were my own, I'd finish it to like here. It's just it makes no sense. I know it's all mixed together. I just it's my own. Whoa, Black Betty. Tell me we story. have the peculiarities. <laughs> yeah. Is that the right word? Okay. So I don't know how to classify this. It, positive, negative. I think it's kind of sad. Some neutral psychology. I love it. And again, it's. <laughs> concept Mm -hmm. and then let's discuss it's less of like this is a theory and a few things i feel like season two is gonna be a lot of that it's just like we're so fucking smart shut the fuck up okay everybody wants to hear us spin our wheels and say things and then they can confirm or deny okay like we are for the fucking people and we have to start these conversations because these people don't talk about it just normal ass. <laughs> okay, fair. I don't know what you're about to tell me, but I hope it's not something people are discussing normal ass. If it is, then families across the world <laughs> are in fucking trouble. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who's it from? This? No. Oh, God. It's from this, except I said, oh, my God, but you remembered I said, oh, God. Oh, God. God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Chuck cheese. Chuck cheese. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. No, it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be, so good. It's gonna be in the trailer. Chuck cheese. 
Oh, hey guys, I just want to say, this is, I don't know when this is going to air and in what order, but the great news is, the first time we did a trailer, less Lies! than 1% juice. What's in it? Spit only. <laughs> oh my god, There, I remember there was this one energy drink. I don't think it stayed popular. I feel like it was like a Mountain Dew or energy something. Energy drunk? Go ahead. It, people, I would try it. I was in, I was at Duville and I would take a sip and somebody looked at me like, what is that face? And I'm like, it tastes like Skittle spit. Like Whoa. you just chewed a ton of Skittles and spit it back no. in. Because I pride myself on my ability to describe things in a way that really get the people going. Mm. It's provocative. Mm-hmm. Gets the people going. <laughs> Skittle spit. Mm. Okay. But, so when we first started the podcast, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Clear. That's why we're re-recording our four episodes. But when you're, like, setting up, Anchor is, like, you should do a trailer. And then you put the trailer in for, like, submission. And then all of the platforms, Mm -hmm. like, approve or deny it. So we were like, well, fuck, we need a a trailer. So that's when we're like, mavaka! And we just scream all this weird-ass shit. And it was literally us just recording it very purposely for a trailer. Now, because we're recording a bunch... Before we even post them, our trailer is actually going to feature things that are said in episodes. Oh, watch out. A couple of them I think I did also, like, get rid of because it's going to be in the trailer and it wasn't relevant to, to the, the podcast. Yes. Got it. But I'm very excited about that. Uh, but I got to figure out how to put, like, <laughs> noises, <laughs> you know? Sure. Not just, like, here we are talking. Because that's all of our episodes. For what it's worth, my favorite sound effect is... Like from no, if you watch Friends, it's whoopa. No, it's from bitch. It's Friends. It's it's Joey's from like mix a lot of that. Yes, that's my favorite. It's the whip. Whoosh. Yeah, yeah. But in Friends, Chandler's trying to do it, and he's like, you know, like because he's like, oh, you're whipped or whatever. He's like, whoopa, and Joey's like, what? And he's like, like you're whipped. He's like, he's like, no, it's like whoosh, and he's like whoopa. It's my favorite. Whoopa is like. From my big fat Greek wedding, they're about to break a plate. I'm like, Oppa! you know. And then the Windex on the pimples. Yep. Natch. You talk a lot about my big fat Greek wedding. I love that movie. Love it. I love that, and I love when she's got the headset on and she goes by the window like <laughs> it yanks her dumb head back. Did you watch the second one? I don't think so. I was afraid it was gonna ruin it. Is it good? I think yes. Okay. I'll watch it then. Yeah, it's I like would... about her daughter. I think it's not the same, mm. but like not bad. Like it doesn't ruin it. Okay. I, there's so many, like, Eon Millers. Like, I took I so know, much I know, like, I, all I really remember from that movie is fucking Windex. Oh my god. And now Eon Millers because of you. Don't eat no meat. I'll make lamb. <laughs> we should rewatch it. Oh my god. Together. Because so I want to watch you enjoy your life. Oh, thanks. Because you're so fucking miserable all the time. Oh, the worst. I'm like, hey, hey. And Utterly I jingle miserable. my Greek fat big wedding. My Greek fat big. <laughs> my big fat Greek wedding. Greek fat big. Greek fat big is all I heard. That's the name of my future husband. Fat big. Greek fat big. Gosh, gosh, but gosh. <laughs> tell me what you need to tell me. I can't. Oh, God. Have we started the episode? Did I miss something? No, we were talking about the trailer. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nothing has started. I said, like, concepts, no details. I don't fucking know. Life is Do life is know. life. Okay. Bramble jam. <laughs> what does it start with? Bramble. Bitch. Bitch, what do you start no. with? Punch you in the face. Fire Punch her in the face. Oh, no, that's nothing yet. Punch her in the face! <laughs> it's gotta be, though. Are you... Can we redo that? Do you have notes or no? Um, I mean, I, I know we're gonna shorten it and whatever, but... I have but... written notes, but I think I'm going to redo it. I think I'm going to redo it. Because we do reference mm-hmm. in the trailer it's going to be in. The knee-knobbly penny pushers. Oh, my God. But we have to... We have to. It just doesn't need to be a two-parter, and it doesn't right. need to be as, like, developmental slice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because then we also have that in the clutters. Those are the two old ones that we okay. still have to do. And then also Joyce, because mm-hmm. I want to do it better. Anyways. And the benderoni. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. You don't like the crack noise? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. I love the crack noise. If I go to the chiropractor and I don't hear the crack, I'm not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Remember when I missed my chiropractor appointment because I was 
I was surprised not I was available. Surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then I tried to make an appointment for this Saturday and he's off. So now I have to wait. Gluten classical. And I had to wait because of COVID. My, although my dentist, did I tell you that? He looked all my shit. So my dentist told me, and I quote, your airways look great. Yup. You could drive a truck down that throat. I'm dead. Uh-uh. Exactly. They're <laughs> beeping. They're going down. It's ice road fucking He's truckers. Bitch. But he... What? Why the fuck did I say this? What were we just talking about? It's very difficult to say. Your chiropractor wouldn't see... Oh, oh, oh. So he was looking at whatever the fuck on the screen where he could see my airways and he goes, do you see a chiropractor? And I go, yeah. And he goes, your alignment is perfect. <laughs> and I have to remember to tell him, but I go, well, I still hurt. And he goes, baby steps. And I'm like, <laughs> well, at least it looks good on camera. And he also pointed out that my nose was crooked. And I was like, thanks, fucking pal. Yeah, he's got a lot to say about your general physique. Well, because he does do, like, he does other shit. He does oh. sleep apnea and he can do TMJ shit. So he does, like, a full first exam when you come in. Mm-hmm. I'm getting some crowns, bitch, and I'm gonna have some great fucking teeth. I better. I'm gonna be so pissed if I still hate my teeth. Okay, back to it. I also. Last name Teach. Teach? My dentist? Mm -hmm. No, Wood. Like, fucking Bruno Molly. I was like, Woody Harrelson, go ahead. No, George Washington's teeth. Mm -hmm. Bruno Molly. He didn't actually have wooden teeth. I know, they were dead people's teeth. They were slaves' teeth. Dead people's slaves, and also, like, ivory. From the elephant. Aminals. <sighs> R.I.P. Because of surprise. <laughs> okay. I have no, like, build up. I just oh. start into no information. Whatsoever, just... Sometimes you just gotta go in there. Like, it's a quickie. I disagree. Go ahead. I agree, but also... Disagree. Lube is a thing. So mm-hmm. consider yourself... Just get the lube. Just ask. Oh no. Lube your life. Is that the noise? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Anytime I apply lube, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I am ready. Aren't you in the mood now? Here it is. I Slippery make, as fuck. I make the Ziddler noise from the Moulin Rouge. Spectacular. Spectac- <laughs> that's exactly what I say every time I spread my legs. No words for the vernacular. Spectacular. Spectacular. And immediately. <laughs> Dickin! It's like, phew. Yep. Nice. Suck it in. It's all thing. Oh, dear. <laughs> so the podcast that I listened to, they're, like, like us, but different. Because they very clearly, like, write their jokes in their oh, thing. No. And, like, sometimes I do just, like, remember I want to say something. Oh, sure. But so the one they're talking about, so blah, 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 and he blew a fuse. And so it didn't work and didn't work. And so then this, the maintenance guy comes and then sucks the fuse. And the other person is like, I'm assuming blinking and staring. Of course. Doesn't get it. And she goes, that's the opposite of blowing a fuse. And the other one is like, (laughs) oh, like she didn't get it. She's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said on this podcast. But like, that's where I'm at right now. It's us. Okay. No, we're not us. We are off the cuff hilarious. We are always us. Bitch. What? We are. Yeah. They also, because they're famous, I guess, and they do, like, I was going to say hidden bitches. What is this? We are hidden bitches. They do, like, they have a Patreon, and so if you pay this much, they do, like, Zoom calls, and they do videos, and they do- A Zoom call with us would be the most miserable experience of a fan's life. They'd be like, bitch, put on a bra, and I'd be like, (laughs) no! (laughs) Party tits! Woo! No, (laughs) No. But they, they made something, because they were like, oh, if you join the Patreon, you can see our video where we make something, and 100%, I'm like, if we ever do that, we're making marzipan. Mmm. Dicks. Did we even address that? Yeah. Well, in the episode, it, I talk about marzipan. It, I don't think- We it, went on for as In as this long. new recording, it was as important. We gotta do it again. Uh, well, let me listen. I just feel like we missed a lot of the joke marks. I talk sexy. I know. That's true. But we can keep that in the retelling. I'll, I'll listen. I'll decide. Mm-hmm. I'll decide. You were 
not present for a bunch of it, though. Like, your your reaction was, was gone looking for this video. fucking torture video. I didn't want the torture video. You I just want... wanted the ding-a-ling-a-ling in the bathtub. Yeah, but I picture him, like, singing to him. Like, I would be chatting myself up. It's very odd, if you're gonna kill me, to just leave me solo for fucking hours in Well, he was bathroom. going in and out of consciousness. That's hilarious. And though. the problem, though, is, like, even if we watched it, it's gonna be in German. We can't understand what they Doesn't say. Doesn't matter. We'll read. We'll, I'm They're sure like, Heinz gets velvet. I'm turning as the dolphins. You want to talk to dolphins? You talk to me. Mm-hmm. Seven years I've been training, and Roy is coming and is stopping in the pants, and then I'm gone. To train the dolphin, you must think like the dolphin. must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicate. I don't know what this is. Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? It's from Ace Ventura. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yep, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Trailer fodder. That is the name of uh, the file where I just <laughs> posted. Things. Yep. Okay, anyways. Catherine Suh. S-U-H is the last name. Suh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Was born in a traditional South Korean family. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, so it's not so much Valley Girl as in just like right. South Korean. Right. She and her parents immigrated to the United States in 1976. Okay. And they moved to the northwest side of Chicago along with her younger brother named Andrew. Mm-hmm. Their father had been a military bigwig in Korea. Weird that he would leave. But the family's fortunes, like, translated to the United States as, like, working class modest. Working class hero is something to be. Ah. Andrew was conceived to replace his older brother, who died in a tragic accident in South Korea. He fell off a roof. Oh, but like also, if you just had another child, not like, well, goddammit, we have to have a replacement child. Because of the traditional emphasis on the importance of a male heir, Uh, it was so strong that the father threatened his wife, who was in her early 40s, with divorce, if she didn't produce a second son for him. Can you imagine it was a girl? Or she couldn't get pregnant at all? hmm And how long, as a man, do you wait? Because hmm. you know not everybody gets pregnant right away, so you're just right. like, when do you decide, okay, I'm pulling the trigger, well, we're divorced. This, I, I, granted, you did tell me there wouldn't be details, but you don't know how many miscarriages she had trying to conceive this. Or how many times they had to have sex, even. Or if they said, it's a girl, let me get an abortion. Exactly. Just and I've not found that detail anywhere, so I probably wouldn't have I'm not even going to Google it. I won't even pick up my phone. Go ahead. I'm fully present. But moral of the story is this wife, as a wife is known to do, because we know back from Henry VIII that it is the women. Let's do an Henry VIII episode. That choose the sex of the child. The women are in charge. We make a decision. They just think it. Yeah. And if you don't think it right... Off with your head. Arguably, the cervix is making that decision. <laughs> Arguably. We learned from. Well, no, but it's the semen. Well. The semen of the. That gets through. Yeah. But the semen has one. the X and the Y, and it's what does it deliver? Like, Ew. But you, like they still got to get through the, the mucus and all the shit. But. So, because women historically are rebels, and they know that their life depends on a male heir, and they say, fuck you, I'm going to have a girl anyways. This wife was a good wife. Hmm. And she said, yes, sir. Here's a boy. Do you know that they used to think that if you hung your trousers on the left bedpost, I think, that that would be the thing that gave you a boy? Can you imagine being so invested and you're like, oh, baby, sexy time, mm, foreplay, and then you're like, one moment, please, I have to hang my trousers on the specific, was it the right or left? I don't like that you're saying trousers. Donald, where is your trousers? Let the wind blow high, let the wind blow low, through the streets in the kids I go. Are you Ireland All right now? All the lassies say, hello, Donald, where's your trousers? I prefer to say trousers. Also, no, it's like a whole song. It's we like are in South Korea, and we have gone to the United States. I don't States. know a South Korean accent, I think. It would be racist if we tried That's it. That's odd. Why is it not racist when I do a Scottish accent? White. Probs? Mm-hmm. And maybe it is. Maybe the Scottish are offended. But oh, like, I'm sure they are. The world would be offended. Mordecai. Like, white people would be offended, there probably. Okay. They'd be like, not okay. Right. But there also is a tremendous amount of Asian hate where we don't see a lot of Scottish hate, so I feel like I fucking it would be misinterpreted. hate the Scottish. You notoriously loathe them. Fucking William oh. Wallace. Mel Gibson. No! Wait, what is his full... What is his name? Colomius <laughs> Cockbag Bertram. Columnia. Something bullshit is what it is. Calumel. Cal- yeah, fucking bullshit. 
Named after a goddamn fucking church and who the fuck cares? <laughs> Viceroy thinks he's a mini goddamn pope. He thinks he's, he's not, a he thinks he's a maximum goddamn pope. He's not even partial pope. Ruffian hates Mel Gibson. Oh my god. We all do. Famously. Also, vindication. So You said Viceroy in sentence. I sure fucking did. <laughs> the gentleman that I've been corresponding with this entire time since we've been recording mm-hmm. would give me a hard time about Mel Gibson because him and Mel Gibson have the same birthday and he would always like taunt me with like ha 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 Mel Gibson's so cool and he sent me I don't know how long after he also I don't believe listens to the podcast what famous people were born on your birthday I don't know but I know that Hank Aaron hmm. broke whatever batting hitting record or something on my birthday I think Chernobyl exploded on my birthday. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, was it the year you were born? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's... It, was it really? Yes. The cataclysmic... You did it. I did it. Oh, I came flying out of the world. Also, if you haven't watched Chernobyl, you should fucking watch I'm that show. Chernobyl. And, um, it's so fucking good. And I want whoever produced that to make other accurate historical events into dramatization. I would watch them all. Why do they keep calling everyone Conrad? <laughs> Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> okay, tell me your story. But anyways, no, no, no. Oh. He, the gentleman sent me a video oh, yeah, yeah. or something, and he's like, I'm starting to be, like, on your side about Mel Gibson, and it was this whole video. It was, like, a guy on YouTube celebrating Mel Gibson, because Mel Gibson was like, fuck the Pope, they don't do this shit right, they don't, and, like, he's just rambling like a madman about the Bible and religion, and this guy was like, okay, so... He's not right in the head. And I'm like, fucking thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took you so long with this heavy ass breathing. Diagnosed with bipolar or something. <sighs> but again, no excuse. Mental illness doesn't make you racist. Thank you. Go ahead. Are you a Jew? Don't wear your trousers. You're telling me she had a boy. Because she's a good wife. Well, I see. I see what you're doing. It's with your sarcasm. satire. I just want to make sure that the audience sees what you're doing. With it's your eyes. the sperm that chooses the sex, Battle essentially. Battle sperm Galactica. Exactly. Please listen to Bears Beats Battle Sperm Galactica. We don't get into it, but essentially, because the egg is XX and the sperm is XY, it's an option of either the X being deposited by the sperm or the Y. Women have no choice. Well, I mean, nobody has a choice. Right. But if you're blaming anyone for mm-hmm. female errors, it's the male. Exactly. Not the female. And the historically... The right temperature. Exactly. Historically, women have lost their heads. But if you were a good wife, you'd give a boy. Sure. Anne Boleyn, she's a fucking cunt. She didn't want to have a fucking boy. She said, fuck you, Henry VIII. Fucking mm. cut my head off. Exactly. We should do a Henry VIII. have any children with you. You're hideous. There's a Broadway show called The Six about all of his wives. And they Is sing it, it like, like as a pop <laughs> Thing. I want to see it That's so cute. bad. Is it coming here? You know I don't know, but if it is, we have to go. Okay. So now we're back to it. Here we are. In we Chicago. got Catherine. Chicago. Can we do Chicago Cat for this one? You can. I oh, sure right. fucking can. Go ahead. We have Catherine with her father and her mother and her little brother, Andrew. Andrew was born to replace the older brother who fell off a roof. She was interesting a- that they all have, like, American names. I can't imagine Catherine and Andrew are popular names in Korea. Do you know what I mean? Maybe they cheat. I don't know. And also, in all of my shit, I've never found their parents' names. Oh. So, like, I probably maybe could have dug deeper. (laughs) It's just like mother and father. Okay. Um, So, again, they moved to Chicago. He was a big deal in South Korea. His money didn't so much translate here. They're like moderate working class. Husband, threatened wife, have a fucking son. She has a son. Here comes Andrew. Second son was born in the U.S. Yes. Oh, okay. So Andrew, prize... No, Andrew was born in Korea. He makes the trip with them. What happened to the guy? He fell off a roof? Yeah. Like, just... I think he it was he was working or he did something and he fell off a so roof So he was he old, died. like, in teens at very minimum. He was older than Catherine. Okay. He was the oldest. Mm-hmm. So... Andrew, now the male heir... Is the prize child, which is also just, like, traditional in general. Like, in China, you can only have one kid. It better be a boy. Like, mm-hmm. that is an Asian thing. So, not only, though, he's, like, a prize child, but he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's a dick, and they're like, oh, Andrew well, can't do course. any wrong. can you imagine somebody's constantly, like, you're a replacement for your much more successful That brother. seems like so much pressure. Oh, my God. I hope they never said that out loud. I'm sure they did. Probably. Constantly. 
So Catherine was a second class citizen compared to Aunt. Sorry, compared to Andrew. I learned that's because the female children can't light the funeral pyre for the parents. Mm. So like nobody can send them into the afterlife properly if they don't. Well, have they a also can't heir. continue on the last name. It just feels like maybe change that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like. Fuck it. Yeah. Start a fire. Mm-hmm. Get a fucking Zippo. Jack Willing Rip. Whippo. <laughs> Willing Whippo? I was thinking, my mom one time saw a Weeping Willow, and she's like, look at the Willing Weepo. <laughs> and that's in my head forever, and then I just turned it into Willing Whippo, because Zippo, I don't She's know. not willing. She's just weeping. You wouldn't understand. Weepo. You say from the backseat. Weepo. <laughs> I know, I'm like, it's a Willing Weepo. The grim Weepo. No, it's a, I couldn't even say it right. It's a Weeping <laughs> Fuck off. I quit. <laughs> okay, back to it. Because you got to leave in a m- millennia. That's fine. Fuck that place. Millennia. <sighs> Have you been watching A Thousand Pound Sisters? Mm-mm. Bitch. Bitch. She I've been watching... S- I've been watching so much shit. I can't. I can't. Because you had COVID. No, even still. <laughs> I'm just like, this is a random... Uh, extreme Do Sisters. Do goddamn notes. What's happening? Yeah. Okay. Extreme Sisters. So Catherine was second class citizen. Um, her and her father had tension. I can imagine because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so her father would like threaten and beat her. Her father had like a rage issue. I mean, you're threatening your wife with divorce. Right. It might have also been an honor, honor killing for all we know. Oh. Um, so at one point, young Catherine allegedly fought back and scratched him, drawing blood. Oh, sorry. She said that he was so irate that he allegedly doused himself and his daughter in gasoline and threatened to kill them both for the family honor until the mother intervened. I'd be like, you know what? Fucking go nuts. Honestly. Let's die. Okay. Do it. You won't. That's what I would say. Do Uh it. Fucking won't. Right. And if you do, fucking fantastic. Exactly. I fucking hate you. Life is awful. Look at you. My fucking father. What does the brother have to say about all this? Just nothing? So. Replacement brother? Moral of the story, like, obviously the house isn't pleasant. Sure. And even though Andrew is, like, the prize child, he's still witness to all of this. Like, he knows all of this. So in 1986, so in 76, they moved to the United States. In 19... Come here, you little mouse head. Alicia head. Aletha. Estevez. So in 1986, their father developed stomach cancer. I'm not sad about it. No. He died when Andrew was 11 and Catherine was 16. Bye, bitch. Because the father was dead, now Catherine has, like, some independence that she didn't have before. So she starts dating and, like, living her best life. Sure. And Andrew focuses on academics and he's really good in school. Their mother, meanwhile, opened a dry cleaning business in Evanston, Illinois. Good for her. In October 1987, so roughly a year after the father died, oh, the mother, whose name is Elizabeth. Oh, there we are. Elizabeth Suh was found savagely murdered in what looked like a botched robbery at her business. I didn't see this coming. She had been stabbed over 30 times in the upper body and her throat had been slit. Hmm. An investigation into her murder quickly went cold. Okay. So Andrew, who's now 13, is placed under the guardianship of his 18-year-old sister. Oh, God, this poor girl can't get loose. Who parented him, essentially, with her boyfriend, Robert O'Dubain. O'Dubain! Glad she was in a relationship. I hope O'Dubain's not an asshole. Andrew was the sole recipient of his mother's $800,000 life insurance policy. First of all, good for her for having such heavy life insurance. After opening her own business. Um, that's crazy. Because he's a boy. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Andrew becomes close with Odubain, who's like his surrogate father-esque. Robert Odubain. I should Google. I don't really know what he looked like. I can't remember. I won't Google it. <laughs> I, I, I feel <laughs> like in know. my head he is not Irish. He's very gender in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, somehow, and I don't- Sorry, I, is it O period Dubain? Oh, oh, apostrophe. Oh, apostrophe. Oh, okay, perfect. That's what I was picturing. Go ahead. Oh, oh like, oh, like, yeah. middle name? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not Octavius Bain, Dubain. <laughs> I thought maybe Oliver, but true. <laughs> Octavius, obviously. Obvious Dubain. So, I'm assuming it's because she's the guardian. 
of Andrew that she has access to this insurance payout. Sure, because it would have gone into, like... Because she... A trust or something. She has to take care of him. Yeah. So, essentially stealing Andrew's inheritance, they take some of the money and open a successful bar called Club Metropolis. That feels important, though, like, to get... Get some sort of, like, income for the family. While that was happening, Andrew is attending, like, a prestigious prep school. He's flourishing. So somebody's paying for that, you know. Uh, Well, I guess. He's flourishing as a football player. He was student body president. He's also very attractive. This guy, so hot. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. But he's attractive. He's killing life. So he had this bullshit childhood, essentially, even though he was favored, and now he's, like, Killing it. He ended up landing a full scholarship to Providence College, where he... No, it's East Coast. Sure. Where he studied economics and Japanese. Curious. So... Staring. That word's supposed to be strain. (laughs) Like the avenue? (laughs) Yeah, right by... I used to live by there. So towards the end of his first year in college, Catherine and Odubane start experiencing some starin in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And by starin, I mean strain. Of course. And Catherine begins calling Andrew regularly at college to assumingly complain about this tension. There's tension again, Andrew! Starin! Oh, there's so much starin on my relationship. I can't. I don't know why. Because so, I think I've got yeah, a really girl. You got the vocal fry for days. Uh, um... So, as reported by Andrew's roommate, at some point, he tells his roommate that he has to go home this particular weekend to take care of business. I betcha roommates hear all the tea. Oh, for sure. Like, if you, you know what I mean? In college, and you're like, even if you don't have a great relationship, like, almost all the better. You're just like, oh, my fucking family. And, like, they don't know, and they can't weigh in, and Mm -hmm. they don't have a side. It's not like your best friend from growing up, you know? Yep. Very curious to talk to that roommate. So... During during their phone calls, Catherine convinces Andrew that Odubain is the one who married their mother six years, or married, murdered. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) plot twist. This is taking an extreme turn. Let me start that sentence again. Odubain also sounds like a comic book villain. Like, he is. Okay. During the phone calls, Catherine convinces Andrew that Odubain had murdered their mother six years ago. Why does she feel that? Because she knows. Oh. And the only only Why? The only Colonial. Foot soldiers. The only viable solution was for Andrew to kill Odubain. And, and somebody at the college level who is student body president is like, that tracks. Sure. Andrew insists that they just go to the cops. Like, just go to the cops and tell them. And right. Catherine says that they couldn't because Catherine had been Odubain's alibi. And she will go to prison. Like, for accessory after the fact. And while I believe that that is probably true, she probably would have gotten, like, 36 months. But she says, and I quote... And if she could prove she was scared of him? She says, and then you'll have nobody. She fails to mention to Andrew that she has taken out a $250,000 life insurance policy on Odubain. Hmm. Andrew... So she got... Okay, go ahead. Andrew resists repeatedly, but given their history, and she's like a mother... He relents. She pressures him. How much pressure would I have to give you to kill somebody for me? Like, I just don't know that there's enough pressure in the world for me to deal with it. I think we have to pay attention to the dynamics here. Like, they shared this kind of tumultuous family. Yes. And then she she raises him. Yeah, heard. I, if my parents were like, hey, you gotta kill this person, I'd be like, I'm not going to do that. Also... But we're dealing with Asian okay. families, and there's a family honor, and if you're saying that this man killed our mother... Mm-hmm. I just feel like his first reaction was probably the best reaction. Oh, absolutely. And he was old enough to just do that thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I got off the phone, I'd be like, but yeah, if you're, sure, I'll if your sister who raised you was like, then I go to jail, you're all alone, you have no one? Correct, then you just go to jail. But that... We're... I think you're giving us too much credit and taking away from their dynamic. Okay, fair. Um, because if he's in college, it's at least been five years she's been dealing with his bullshit. So he's 19 years old. And he's probably heard repeatedly how she was kicked around by the father. Okay. okay and okay. she claims that Odubain had assaulted her. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So he was 19 years old. 
that weekend he says he's going to take care of the family of like family business. And there's no forensics at this point since eighty six. It's not eighty six, but it, I don't know. Again. It's thereabout. It's so his mom died six years earlier in eighty seven. So we're in the nineties. Okay. Okay. Catherine provided him with a gun. And told him to wait in their garage, and she got Odubain to come home under the guise that she was having car trouble. Andrew waited in the garage, shot Odubain in the head twice within close range, because his sister had told him, make sure he's dead. Hmm. So ultimately, Andrew runs for a little bit, but is caught. She runs, like, changes identity. She's gone. Andrew is eventually convicted of murder. He, like, there's no question. Everybody knows he did it. Yes. He states that, like, he still loves his sister. And at the time, he refused to even testify against her in her trial, which was in in absentia. She was, like, on America's Most Wanted. And he refused to testify against her because, like, family honor. Oh, get a grip. At this point. family blows, like. At this point, he has served 26 years of an 80-year sentence. He's not That's up- a lot of years of a lot of years. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, He's not up for parole until 2032, but Illinois has a statute, recent statute, that if someone under 21 years of age commits a murder, they could be eligible for release after 20 years. And now that retrospectively applies to cases. That's what Andrew's- lawyer is trying to do now saying like look he was 19 he's already served 26 I feel like that years makes a lot of sense if you realize later that you've made a mistake and now would like to amend this law it should apply to everybody before mm-hmm. like you were doing that same mistake so <clears throat> Catherine finally is caught she was like in hawaii or some bullshit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's serving life in prison for ordering her boyfriend's killing however she refuses. How did they find that? Oh, he testified, maybe. No, they they put her on America's Most Wanted, and somebody saw her in Hawaii. But like, how did somebody find out that? Well, she he must have it? said that, yeah. but wouldn't testify against her. Like, so in Got his it. statement or something. So she refuses. I'm pretty sure it's since they last spoke around the murder, she refuses to speak to her brother. They're in prisons, like, 20 miles apart, and she will not speak to him. This is crazy. But in the documentary, he's like, I still love my sister, blah, 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 blah. He is so put together. Like, you look at him and you're like, you are a victim. Like, 100%. Did you do a dumb thing? Yes. It a little bit reminds me of the Menendez brothers, where I feel like one is way more sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah. So, the mother's murder... Still unsolved. And no one has ever been charged. Catherine was looked at a possible suspect when her mother was murdered, but she had an alibi. What about O'Doul? O'Dubain was her sole alibi. He said he was with her, but then according to friends later, that 100% he was not with her at the time of the so crime. So you're feeling like he knew that she did it. And then he The mother was stabbed her. over 30 times. That is rage. I also thought that it was interesting that, not to be, like, overly weird or graphic, but, like, her genitalia was avoided. It was all upper body stuff. And I think that if it were just, like, some rando, like, into gore, it's usually genitalia that gets, you know what I mean? But, like, this has nothing to do with sexuality and her lower body was left completely untouched. Although, if I'm trying to kill you, I'm gonna stab you here. Her throat was also also slit. You could have done that first thing and left. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, like, the theory, like, a knife, it's, like, personal. You're, like, looking at them. It's not a gun. 30 times she was stabbed. Mm -hmm. So, that is the gist of my story right here. Okay. Things I want to talk about. Alright. Talking points. First of all, my theory, which I also think is maybe obvious that everybody else would be on my side, but this is what I think occurred. Oh, we don't know still. No. Okay. Catherine killed her mother. Whether it was on purpose, like she had a plan, or it was like they got in a fight. Like she has a lot of rage and it came from her father and also her treatment. But so now her father's dead. Her mother is the only thing standing in her way in authority, in money sense. Mm-hmm. She kills her mother. Odubain knows. Then she has access to her brother's inheritance. She uses that to do whatever the fuck she wants. 
and either literally her and Odubane were like strained or he was feeling like guilty and wanted to go to the cops about her mother. So she then manipulates her brother into killing him, not only solving her problem of he might snitch because he's the only one who knows she did it, mm-hmm. but then also for all intents and purposes, purposes, ruins her golden child brother's life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it was hardcore planned. I think it wasn't just like get rid of Odubain. I think she wanted to ruin her brother's life. Like, it was diabolical in that way. It wasn't just, like, a happy accident. I think she knew that if she... Because she could have fucking killed him and probably gotten away. She got away with killing her mother. So I think her goal was to ruin her brother's life. Hmm. And now she won't speak to him, and he still loves her. Okay. Okay. I don't know what I think happened. Okay. But I have two routes. One, I think maybe she and Odubain were like dating and thinking like oh wouldn't it be nice if we had a business and then they asked the mother for money and she said no absolutely not but was funneling money consistently to this brother and then she convinced Odubain to kill but she was maybe present or I think they did it together somehow I don't know who I think did what but I think that there was probably like an attack where they were both involved and I feel like Odubain also this is theory one also probably felt super guilty but then I think to myself it was very easy for her to convince this brother. So maybe, well, I think, so in the first theory, Odubain and her run off with this money and then they open their club, whatever, Marcella's or whatever the fuck they yes. called it. And club they, Metropolis. Club Metropolis. Club. Cub. The Copacabana. Yes. And they, like, that was the plan all along. Was, like, her name to was get Lola. This money. She was a showgirl. Oh, R.I.P. Lola. That is was such that on, a disturbing song for as cheery as it is. Was that on, um, We? <laughs> I don't know. Sing-star but I know every single Yeah, word I feel to like it. it was on something. Anyway, I feel like they probably were like, we gotta get this money. And the mother refused the money and then they killed her. Whoever did what, that was what happened. They were both present. Or I feel like maybe this brother, being so easily convinced to kill this O'Dubane, who's O'Dul in my mind. He maybe killed the mother. No. You don't think? He was, Well, first of all, he was 13. Mm-hmm. And no. I think it would be easy for the sister to be like, look at how I'm being treated. It's the same thing that happened before. And with dad gone, I thought it would be better. And it's not better. And it's you and me against the world. I think that's what she did with Obane. Thank you. Obane. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is. But I think... Whether it was, like, a spur of the moment, I'm angry and I stab you 30 times, or if it was a very purposeful, I'm going to make it look like a robbery, I'm going to kill you, so I don't have... I am the authority figure. She was 18 years old. Like, 30 stab wounds is rage. But I'm and just thinking about... And he was treated like the golden child. He has no reason to be upset. I'm so, thinking about what's their heads. Um, with Munchen von Bunchausen, when that other guy... Stabbed the mother a bunch of times and killed her. I might agree, but given that this is a South Korean family and family honor, I don't think he could be convinced that way. Okay. But if she's like, remember, dad abused me. Oh, Dubain's abusing me. Surprise, he also killed our mother. And the only option we have to get him to pay is to kill him. Mm -hmm. Because if we tell the cops, I then also go to prison. But it was really reversed. I don't think he was there. I think she was like, you have to say I was with you. Because she had already done it. My The only question I have in my mind is, was it a very serious, like, planned attack? Mm. Or was it a heat of the moment? And she then she made it look like something. a robbery. Okay. And I do think that when she was considering how to deal with the Odubane problem, she saw the benefit in getting her brother to do it. And then... Not only solving her problem, but tarnishing her golden child brother's reputation. Okay. So, here's my question that is kind of really only to you, or like the people, I guess, but I want to know your thoughts on the ability of siblings to influence each other in 
such a severe way. Like, I'm an only child. I don't have anything to add. But what do you think is the effect of, like, a shared experience? Hmm. Slash also maybe very different because Mm -hmm. it's shared. You see the same things. How you respond to them is different. Right. Or you might be treated differently. But how does that affect the ability to influence? Is that, like, is there a bond I mean, with the South Korean, like, you have to consider that there is that family honor or whatever. But take that out of it. Is that a bond? Or do we think that the fact not only was she his sibling, but then eventually she became his guardian. Did that make the dynamic of her being able to convince him more plausible? And then also, do you think, you kind of touched on this. That one of the siblings is more to blame than the other. And should he be released from prison? Blech. It's a lot. <clears throat> so I think she was old enough to have had a relationship with this first brother that died. And then I think some of her feelings about this second brother being framed as a replacement. When she could have been, like, the... The person, the heir, the thing. But well, she that was and a also female. I was thinking, like, if somebody killed you and then was like, here's your replacement friend, I'd be like, that's not, that's not a reality. <laughs> like, if somebody, you are not as cool as Amy Lynn and you yeah. wear bras too often. Like, if somebody killed Jill, like, we have such a history, it would be very weird and difficult for it to just be like, oh, this is the, this is the best person now. You can just deal with it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't, I would have a lot of trouble there. So I don't know if, like, his being treated to the things that she would have been accustomed to a male child being treated to was more about, like, you're not my brother. You're not the brother. Like, I was okay. I came to terms with this other guy, and then he died, and then they try to put you in his shoes, and you can't. And also her being the elder. Yeah, and I think that that was probably more... If there's anger there, I think that was more the anger than, like, I deserve this. I don't... If you're gonna say, like, well, it was family honor, then she would have... Not only would they have had family honor, but they would have been aware of, like, I'm a female. I don't get these things. Well, I, think. I don't think... She, and again, if you watch a documentary, you might feel different. Mm. But I don't think she valued any of the South the Korean culture. traditions. Like, she... They paint her as, like, just, like, a very angry asshole, kind of. Mm-hmm. And even when her brother, who loves her, talks about her... Even his, like, neutral things he's saying, they're not very positive. But continue. So I think some of that, her anger might have been that. And then I think also, if you came from wealth, and then you went down to middle class, and then when wealth started to come in, I assume, from this laundry business, it sounds like maybe there was some money to be had there. If all of that was being funneled in one direction, it might be... Your anger is not at your sibling. Your anger is at your parents. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you... Like, now we're rich and I'm still... Like, the things that I wasn't able to do, I'm still not able to do. Like, fuck you. And if they weren't investing in her future, but were investing in his future, like, that's the the level playing field. Like, I get it. He was going to school and he got a private school. Maybe she didn't because they were, like, middle class or whatever. But then as wealth starts to roll in or there's something that you can do, if you don't take that avenue, it does seem biased and it does seem like, what the fuck? But the anger is never at the sibling who's receiving it. It's So always that would like, explain the mother's murder yeah. in your head. So I think that is why, like, it would have been just as easy to kill the boy and then all the earnings go to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, if that's not the way of things or if that's not how you see it in your mind, like, you have to get rid of that parent. Um, but I think it is odd that she would like, frame him and go about all of that. Like, I think, like, she could have just hired an anonymous hit and called it a day. You know what I mean? So maybe her... I don't think that's a sibling dynamic. I think that's, like, a her thing. Like, But, if, like, her ability to influence him in that way. Like, what do you think about that? Like, if it were you and Jill. Hmm. Whether you go to Jill or... Like, do you think that it was, like, their shared experience and then, in addition, her rage to how she was slighted? And because they just are siblings and he would do anything for her. Or do you think it was enhanced by the fact that she then became his guardian? Or, I mean, do you think it's all like bullshit and maybe he's an idiot and why did he do it? Yeah. I still don't know what I think happened, but I think her 
If she, if you're going to argue that she was the one who orchestrated everything. Well, no, she definitely did. That is fact. It's the, why do you think it was able to be influenced? Her golden ticket is saying, this person killed our mother. Mm-hmm. And it ha- it doesn't have anything to do with, like, her relationship with him. He was influenced because he loved his mother and he wants to get back at the person who did this thing. And finally there's an answer. And so he's going to do this. But I don't think it, I, could, I think it could have been anyone who said that. And he would have done it. I don't think he did it for her. I think he did it for his mother. Well, there was also, she did claim, like, assault and stuff. And it, the, so that's, I guess, is what the issue is. Because you were like, well, you just, then your sister goes to jail because mm-hmm. she was a false alibi. So what made it so that he, as a very smart and rational person, went with, I have to go with what my sister says and not go to the cops and kill a person? For, that's why, partially, I was wondering, like, were they both involved in the mother's murder? Because, for me, like, if Jill does something stupid, I would help her come up with some, like, alibi to get out of it. Like, murder aside. You know what I mean? Like, she stole But, like, you probably, like, call a defense attorney. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be, like, involving myself, and it wouldn't be, like, making myself the alibi. Like, none of that is helpful. We need to, like, get you the, the most legal, rational help that we can get so that is one thing but then also i think for him to have if he was more invested in like the culture for him to have a sense of like family pride and honor and whatever like i think when she said that like i think she was probably going through a laundry list of like oh he he beats me and he this and he that and he the other thing and then there was no bite no bite no bite and then it was like but I also know that he killed our mother because I was a alibi and I wasn't really with him. And then something clicks in his head like, well, this guy can go to hell. I think that would be... Like, if Jill starts a fight with somebody in a bar, I'm even if she's wrong, I'm going to step in. Like, it just is what it is. But I'm not going to kill the person. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a level of, like... Well, that's what it makes me think. Like, okay, I mean, he's 19. Mm-hmm. Brain's not fully formed, right? No, not full frontal exactly. situations. Classic. But... Again, if, okay, you, you come to me and you say, listen, whoever, Darian killed this person. Mm -hmm. I know it, and I know you are upset because you love this person. The only thing we can do is kill Darian. She's going to be so excited she's the murderer. The only thing we can do is kill Darian because I said I was with Darian and I'm not, and I will get in trouble. To me, I'd be like, time out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call a lawyer. Uh-huh. I want to see what your options are. Correct. Because we, as intelligent people, know if you testify, there's immunity, there's a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And this is a cold case. That's We've been... also seen people who are innocent go to jail because there's a presumption of guilt. Fair. But. Especially if they're minorities in the community. It just seems like such a leap. He didn't want to. He's like, let's go to the cops. And her just being like, but then I go to prison. And then you're all alone. Yes. When you easily could have just locked the garage and let him die of, like, anything else. Carbon monoxide. But that's why I think that was on her part to do as much damage as she could to her brother Mm. in addition to solving her problem. But I just am like, again, if you watch the documentary, it's called, like, The House of Suh. He's just so intelligent and eloquent and calm. So the degree to which she had to have some influence. He admits that he killed the Obi-Wan? Yeah. Like, he talks about how he did it and he was upset. And, like, there was a whole thing about how he shot him twice in the head. And should he be considered for, like, release under the statute because it was in close range shot twice to the head. Like, that's aggressive. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, it's because my sister told me to make sure he's dead. And I think there is a cultural aspect that we just can't grasp that he appreciated and she took advantage of. But I'm, I don't know. Yeah, that's why. Again, you could tell me whomever just literally kicked your ass, raped you and assaulted you. And I'm not going to be like, we should kill him. Right. Even if you tell me that. Yes. And I would, I would jump in front of a bullet for you. Cause you can recognize that I'm in a state of duress. Yeah. And like, okay, you sit here. I'm going to take care of it. But by excuse taking me, by care, care of it, it I mean, is not inflicting I'm harm on anyone else. Exactly. Like I would risk my life for you, but mm-hmm. would I use my abilities to take someone else's life away? 
maybe if I walk in and it's Correct. happening. Heat of the moment. It, and I'm, You're fine. it's self-defense. Uh-huh. If I'm fucking Misha and the goddamn wolves and I see this little kid with a pocket knife exactly. or whatever. But like, I just, he's so, like he was, he literally, he was a good kid and not a good kid because he had to be a good kid. Like naturally that's yeah. who he was. Like how I was. Well, he probably again had to shoulder a lot of like, oh, your brother was like this. Oh, your brother was better at blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, she's siphoning his money. Mm-hmm. Their money. No. They were two children. It's their money. I mean, but in real life, like, it it would be his choice to share with her. Like, if sure. you and Jill right now, everybody's dead, mm-hmm. and you get all the money, it would be your choice to share with Jill. You sure. don't have to. But I would feel like that was the right thing to do. Yes, but because she's the guardian, she... Just did it. And he mm-hmm. he wasn't like, sure, sis. Take some of my money. And then, in addition, got a $250,000 life insurance policy on her boyfriend. Like, Yeah, did that money get paid out? I feel like no. Mm-hmm. Because she went on the run. But, like, again, it was all money for her. She probably got rid of the mom because she knew that there was going to be a, an inheritance of some sort. She was going to get a hold of it because she was the eldest and he was a minor. And then also... He knows I killed my mom. Also, I'll get $250,000 if he's dead. Also, fuck you. Yeah. You've... I mean, it does solve a lot of problems, theoretically, until it really I mean, how she ever thought she was going to get rid of it or exactly. get away with it, I'll never know. But I just... It makes me so sad. Like, 100%, I think he should be out of prison. Mm-hmm. Well, when do we find out? Um, uh, The l- most recent article I found was, like, July 2021, I think. Oh, it was very recent. So, like, the lawyer... But, like, I mean, he's been in tr- prison for 26 years. Yeah. So if He's you, had enough time to think about it. If you go with that statute, mm-hmm. he should be out yeah. immediately. Like, if they agree, like, you're out. Exactly. And, again, given the context... Not that his life is going to be great. You no. know what I mean? Like... But, like, he has the ability... Like, he's one of those people that's not going to leave prison and be worse than he was when he came in. Sure. But it'll he, be hard to get a job and well, stuff, Well, yeah, but, know? like, he's... I, I was talking about it yesterday at work somehow we were talking about how, like, prison isn't rehabilitative. Mm-hmm. And, like, people who go in for, like, minor crimes come out more likely to commit worse crimes, crimes. Because, yeah. like, that's... They were changed in there. Mm-hmm. He, I think, has the ability... He's not a risk to society. He never was. And if I... I don't know who in that instance, whether it's a judge or a jury, decides sentencing. I don't even know that I would have given him 80 years. Yeah, that's a lot To of begin years. with. And I just, I think the thing that broke my heart the most is the whole documentary, while he says factual things, they're all very neutral and he has not one bad thing to say about his sister Mm -hmm. who refuses to speak to him and essentially, I think, on purpose ruined his life. But maybe that's the honor thing you're talking about. But like, it just breaks my heart. Oh, sure. Because I... It might be the honor thing, but is it also that, like, in his head, he's compartmentalized? He's, like, she's a Maybe. good person no matter what. Because I would... Well, it's if like he felt him. anger internally and held her responsible internally without outwardly and rejecting family honor, then good. It probably helps him to justify his actions, though. Like, I loved her. I did what I needed to protect her. And then she immediately abandoned you and went to Hawaii and but fucked he, off for years. But he's going to live with the sight of murdering somebody for the rest of his life. Do you know what I mean? Like, and for him to get past that, maybe he has to accept that, like, I did what I thought was right. And I did it because I love my sister. And well, yeah, like, but then I would. to that. Yes, oh, but I can mean? see, like, I love my sister in that moment. But then to me, to save my guilt, I would then have to be angry at her. Oh, I think that would make it worse, because now I feel like I was so wrong, and I was so duped. And But then that's where the blame is placed on her, even more so, I think. Oh, that would make him. me feel worse, because mm. now I I was so dumb mm. that I believed her. And so it would be easier for me to think, like, I did what I needed to do for my family. and My family needed protecting, and I did it. Yeah, see, my I mother think... is dead, and I protected her honor. You know what I mean? Like, I think for me, it would be... I was 100% manipulated in my wanting to protect my family. Mm. And that taken advantage of. takes even more onus off of me. Mm. And it is further illustrated by that she's fucking off and wants nothing. Like, she wouldn't talk in the documentary. She wants no part of anything. 
Also, if you look at their pictures, he is very attractive and she looks like, she just looks like a cunt. <laughs> just like, she's like, like, what is your face? Yeah, I'll have to watch this one. Oh, I think it was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But for me, I just want him, I don't want him to go in feeling more responsible than her. Mm-hmm. Because in real life, he could have been like, fuck you, this is crazy. Yeah. But she, I, I just think she knew what she was doing. And oh, again, sure. with siblings, like, I'm sure you know how to manipulate Jill, even innocently, mm-hmm. to do something. Like, you know what to say, and you know don't come at her aggressively, or whatever yeah. the fuck. And I just, I think she is diabolical. I think she is an awful fucking person. Mm-hmm. And whether it has to do with her abusive childhood or not, a lot of people are abused and they and don't, don't do that. Exactly. A lot of people don't become racist when they're drunk or whatever. <laughs> Mel, we're never going to get over that. No. I will never. We shouldn't. We can hear the drums. I can hear the drums. Oh, God.